Welcome to the Energy Fellows podcast, where each episode is designed to share expertise and experiences from U.S. and global energy fellows. They provide direction and possible solutions for ultimate journey results. Here's your host, Mark Stansberry. Enabling best-in-class customer experience and operational excellence in a hyper-connected oil and gas world, TCS prioritizes problem-solving and leverages customer insights to drive real business results. To find out more, go to TCS.com. That's TCS.com. I can't wait to introduce our guest today, but before I do, I've got some opportunities to share with you. First of all, I want to mention that to go to the EnergyFellows.com website, learn more about this podcast and guest and past guest as well that are on there as far as the episodes. I'd love for you to go on to energy, the Energy Fellows podcast, EnergyFellows.com. And then also, there's a survey that you can take, and I hope you will do that as well. The survey will be for about 10 seconds on the show notes, and it will talk about one question, 10 seconds or less, and you get some stickers for your hard hats or for your laptops or whatever you want to use them for. So please go to the show notes and take the survey. Again, less than 10 seconds of your time, you'll get some stickers for, again, for your hard hats and for your laptops and so forth. Also, I want to thank OGGN, Mark and Paige, Audrey and Michael and the whole team of OGGN. It's great to be part of the family. And also, if you will, under the show notes, go to review and rate our program. We'd love for you to tell us about what's going on from your perspective, as well as contact us anytime you have anything to talk about. We'd like to talk about it, but go to the review and rate us as well. We'd love to hear from you on that. And again, we'd love to hear from you on any issues that you would like to cover, subjects, or even speakers you would like to have on. So please keep that in mind as well. Well, it's an honor to have on the program a great friend, CEO of Align Energy Solutions, Phil Rice. Welcome, Phil, to the Energy Fellows Podcast. Thanks, Mark. Grateful to be here. Thanks for having me on. Well, it's wonderful. And we've got several challenges ahead of us in the energy industry that we're facing. I have been involved in the C-suite level, the board level, both in the private and the public sector, as well as nonprofits. Been involved from the ground up, from the standpoint of being a landman, all the way through different careers of in the energy sector, energy industry, as well as some other businesses and entrepreneurship that I've been involved with. And there's a challenge now when it comes down, not only in the energy industry, which is something we're focusing on today, but there's definitely the challenge when it comes to workforce development and maintaining a workforce, the retention, the recruitment, finding the right talent, having individuals stay as far as retention, like I mentioned, is so important to build a team, to build a great board, to build a great C-suite, and then to provide a service or a product that helps society overall, not only in our local businesses, but throughout the nation and throughout the world. Well, I believe Phil Rice has that ingredients, <laughs> the formula <laughs> to help us through that. And so I will let you talk, Phil. I wanted to introduce that, though, because we really are facing some great challenges in the workforce. That's right. I want you to explain to the audience what you can do through Align Energy Solutions and on an individual basis to help us through this really challenging times. Yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Mark. You know, when we're thinking about the energy sector with the history, specifically in oil and gas, you know, there was such a pipeline for the whole process, whether we're talking about product or talent, you know, so many people would go 
to college. And Mark, I'd love for you to dive in here too, just to have a little discussion here. But so many people would go to college specifically with the end in mind, whether it was a specific company in the oil and gas space or a specific program. It was so catered and specific to oil and gas that it would really be, you know, you'd have this pool of talent that would be on this cohesive conveyor belt almost that was directly engaged in oil and gas. And that just isn't the case anymore. Would you agree with that, Mark? I agree. We had a gentleman that was interviewed not too long ago on cybersecurity. And it's similar to what we face in the workforce in any part of our sectors, but especially in energy. And he was in cybersecurity. He was asked, you know, what should you be trained in? What should you be your focus in college? He said, liberal arts for him. Mm-hmm. He wound up going through the liberal arts and right. found out that that's really how the best recruitment, particularly in the cybersecurity industry, is not just being a major in computer science and things like that, which is helpful, yeah. but to also have a broad range of the liberal arts from the standpoint of communication yeah. and both human in engagement and connection. Engagement. Exactly. Yeah, that's right. And so, yeah. And so that's what we're talking about is how do we look for that talent, but how do we capture the talent and maintain the talent? In an environment where the young, especially mm-hmm. young talent, are really looking at how they can change the world or make a difference in the world, not just a position, not just a job. And that's where, again, Phil steps in with Align Energy Solutions. Yeah, for sure. You know, so we, I mean, like you said, and like we've just chatted about, we look at the history of oil and gas and the history of energy. And this is not a space that we've really had to spend much time on because it was already predetermined that there would be an inflow of talent simply because this is what you did when you engaged with this way forward. You know, for example, when you were thinking about career, it's like, well, yeah, career in oil and gas, I'm going to have all the make sure I have all of the qualifications, certifications and outline that from the very beginning, even in an undergraduate environment. And that just isn't the case anymore. You know, when with so many industries, including energy, with such heavy reliance on things like technology, for example, like those are not industries that are exclusive anymore, you know, or like oil and gas and energy doesn't have exclusivity over specific areas of talent. And so there's so many more opportunities on the talent side to engage in up and coming industries, exciting new technology ventures, for example. And so the energy space really has to relearn how, what that talent pipeline looks like. And that's where, that's where we step in. Well, the challenge too is digital transformation, robotics, AI, I mean, all Mm -hmm. the areas, I mean, even the supply chain areas that we didn't think about in the past, you know, making sure that it's streamlining is so important in so many different areas, whether it's accounting, legal, you know, we're talking about geophysics, geological and so forth, which comes to mind that there's needed for the digitize the materials, the documents and things like that that are important, which we're upcoming. We're going to be talking about in upcoming episodes about that as well. So This is a great opportunity for not just young, but anyone wanting to enter the energy sector, energy industry, that Phil can provide a pathway, a roadmap. But we have to start off with, I think the key is, who do you go to to get the interest? Is it a C-suite, the board, uh, managers? What's the best way to approach from your standpoint, to get involvement with Align Energy Solutions. Yeah, absolutely, Mark. So just to take a quick, broad step backwards, Align really focuses on the alignment 
both internally and externally with companies with a broad reach of services. So, but it all begins with alignment. So internally speaking, can we help a company align things that are internal, like story, purpose, values, impact, internal communication, onboarding, those kinds of things. And then from an external standpoint, can we also align things that are culturally resonant, things like diversity and inclusion, sustainability, placemaking, ESG, mental health, and those kinds of things, saying that if people who are engaging with a specific company can look at things in culture that they resonate with, and they can see tangible ways that these companies are engaging those values internally, that's a really big win. So having those anchor points. And so we help companies both from talent engagement to client engagement with these kinds of things in our, in the premise, the overarching premise is if you can align both internally and externally, you will win and have an incredible advantage when it comes to recruitment for both talent and client. So in the energy industry specifically, we've seen such a need for workforce development that we've created a program specific to the energy space and it's our talent retention program. And that essentially is helping you close the gap in talent from recruitment all the way through retention and engagement. That's where we have found the most need when it comes to the energy sector. And so in terms of who that engages, there are a couple different levels. First of all, it's at the end of the day, it is a board and a C-suite issue. <laughs> it's not a an HR problem. This is a, a holistic company-wide issue. And so our initial engagement is really with CEO, with C-suite level, and with board level solutions. Now, within that process, it's very normal for us to engage at that C-suite or board level. And then once we have buy-in there and it's time to move into, yes, we want to move forward, it absolutely makes sense for us to be engaging at the head of HR. Well, you know, it's interesting you say all that. First of all, you're hearing from Phil Rice, CEO of Align Energy Solutions, and representation is in Houston, Dallas, Oklahoma City, and the Edmond area of Oklahoma City. And I just want to compliment Phil for his leadership and what he's trying to accomplish because there's a void. Some companies are on top of it, but there are a lot that aren't. And that's where Phil can step in. And if you will provide your website, because that's so important, how do we get in touch or how do people get in touch with Phil Rice? Yes, you can get in touch with us by going to our website, alignenergysolutions.com. And also, is it also .co or just .com? Is that correct? Just .com. Uh-huh. .com? Okay, very mm-hmm. good. Because I know it, at one point it was – so we'll give it one more time. Yeah, so it's alignenergysolutions.com. Excellent. Again, representation yep. in the Houston and Dallas, Oklahoma City area, Edmond area of Oklahoma. So – the challenges ahead, you know, we mentioned the C-suite and the board and, you know, getting in touch with you and going through this, but there's a lot of reluctance and, you know, in the energy industry because it's been the same way yes. of performance for so long. And you're not only looking at talent, but you're looking at leadership. And I think part of the challenge is going to the top. You know, I used to fill out all these different forms and that's right. talk about how you are effective as a board member or how these other board members are effective and those kind of things. And yet really it does start all levels. But on the board or the C-suite level, I think it takes a team that's very, as you mentioned, looking at it from an ESG standpoint. Have you seen an embracement of that? Or how do you 
not necessarily conquer that. How do you embrace that? Because a lot of folks think that's a threat. And maybe some ways yeah. it's prepared, it is. So you have to look at it from a standpoint that the energy industry takes the lead on ESG, not somebody trying to show a way that they want it and the end result. The end result is doing what's best for the public ESG implemented, but in a way that's streamlined in the right way. Can you expand on that? Yeah, absolutely. You know, at the end of the day, we are translators, we are communicators, and we are helping companies engage people at a human level. And so whether we're talking about high level things like ESG or DEI, really at the end of the day, what we're talking about is helping companies align their values to the things that the people that they want to hire to align to their values. And a lot of times the values are already there. It's, you know, we talk to so many people in leadership in companies in the energy space. There's such a resonance of values. So it's really a matter of connecting the dots and making sure that as we are communicating, as we are establishing programs and systems within organizations, that those values are translated to not only regular events or regular systems and processes on the calendar, but they're also represented in the way that we're communicating and doing outreach with potential talent and where we're showing up in the world. Are we showing up in their spaces? Are we showing up in a way that translates with the things that they're really looking for when they're considering employment opportunities in the energy space? Well, along with talent and leadership, you have solutions, and it seems like that's a good way to do that. Do you go in-house, or is it remote or both? What's the best way to approach this? Yeah, absolutely. So just to take our talent retention program as an example, there's there are four steps in the process of developing the roadmap for that program. It begins with exploratory alignment research based on industry, culture, the avatar that we're really looking to hire in that we're either having an issue hiring or needing to jump into hiring for the first time. And then second, we have an alignment intake. So really reaching out to key stakeholders at all levels of the organization, making sure we have data and we have their input at a very first round level. And after that second step, we all roll up our sleeves for a half-day strategic planning session with subsequent virtual follow-up interviews with those key stakeholders. And then finally, we have we are the output of that time is an alignment report and implementation roadmap based on research findings. So after we gather all the data initially from the exploratory alignment research all the way through that half-day strategic plan and virtual interviews, we take all of that and we turn it into a strategic plan for specifically for talent retention. And we give a we give a roadmap for that. We offer a sequence of how best to implement those processes. And then from there, it's like you kind of to your question, it's something that we can stay on. Align Energy Solutions can stay on to help implement those things, or it can be a thing that happens in-house. And from there, we really turn over the implementation of that process to the internal team. And this applies to all disciplines, which is important for the That's audience right. to know, because it can go in energy security, transportation, manufacturing, digital transformation. It all applies when the standpoint is when you do the research yeah. and get the information provided through the C-suite all the way to the board, to all levels within the organization, then you have this holistic approach, which is definitely a win. How do you Really, are you competitive with others or is it more of you have your own approach? And I say that because, you know, you have those that are specifically marketing, those that are yep, specifically that's branded, right. 
those that are just, you know, looking for hiring only employment mm-hmm. firms mm-hmm. and those kind of things, executive firms, how do you separate yourself from them or are you really trying to? Yeah, no, that's a great question. So I would say first and foremost, when we're engaging with a company, in terms of the internal team, we're really there to support. We're not there to replace. We're there to come in from an outside perspective, give research and just a set of eyes that are outside of the organization. And so we're really, we don't have any level of competition with those inside the organizations that we're working with, whether it's marketing, whether it's HR. And then in terms of other industry services, we're not competing with them either. We're really, like I said, a translator and we help bring those pieces together. So for those teams that, for example, don't have a really solid marketing solution, but that becomes very obvious when we're doing research that that's something that needs to be a part of the implementation roadmap. We are looking to bring on partners to help support those internal teams. And yes, of course, we do have groups that we use and experts in different categories in terms of services, but we are not really looking to compete with those people, with those external services that can help support businesses. We're really functioning as a translator and a coordinator to help bring the best value for the customer or for the company that we're working with. And I think too, you're trying to stay away from those that feel threatened. And I say that from all levels. When you talk about C-suite, There are those, and I mentioned about forms being filled out because it seemed like I would fill out the form and about how I was serving as a board member and then analyze the other board members and their input and what they were trying to do. And then each year we'd file that and go to the next year, same forms. But what you're trying to do is execute and get it to a higher standard, not just average and make it good company, a solid company. And like you say, energy is bright for the future of America and, and the world. But we've got to get together on this. And, you know, I always compare how some, you know, here I am in my 60s and a lot of the boards look like me and I'm kind of going, yeah. well, that's all right. There's not an issue as long as you have the expertise and the credentials and so forth. But a lot of times it'd be nice to look at it from a standpoint is from your culture of the company, representation from the company. And a lot of people don't want to step forward or they're afraid they're threatened. And a lot of times I find that, you know, maybe something that I can stay on the board or become a, instead of a, on the board, be an advisor to the board instead or advisory board member, or maybe it's just time to move on and just, and accept that because we need the best step forward. And so it's analyzing it, doing it correctly. But I find that, especially with robotics, I find there are a lot of individuals that are threatened by that. I know one company in the manufacturing side, I've heard their facilities and they were able to maintain all their staff Yeah, that's right. And that's so important to not feel threatened. So what other things do you see besides being threatened that are really going, well, we don't want to use a line because they'll find something or what other challenges do you have? Because it's easy to put forms together and answer things and nothing happens because I've been there before and you go to those retreats and you plan for the future and strategically and then it goes into a file and then you start all over again the next year. (laughs) Do you stay involved then, engage or what, what happens? Yeah, you know, I would say one of or two of our biggest, our greatest superpowers as Align Energy Solutions are collaboration and integration. And so there, you know, I think it's interesting you use the word threatening, like are there groups within a company or outside that we feel threatened by our presence? And that really isn't an issue because our goal is collaborative and integrative. So we find that the best solutions are those where everyone is heard 
And we're able to integrate and synthesize solutions that include everyone's voice at the table to come to the right solution that will amplify results and move things forward. So just to that end, collaboration and integration are two superpowers that we really that we really shine in and we find is an incredible benefit to those that we work with. Well, that's if they accept they being whoever employs you to do this, assigns you this opportunity, that it doesn't become just a file or form that's put away. That's right. That's right. They, they have to trust that you're going to be involved to some degree, or at least you check in on say, yes. how's it going? Is this working? Those kind of things. That communication, collaboration doesn't end unless they decide to do that, I guess. So. Yeah, absolutely. So in a high level engagement scenario, we will put together that implementation strategic roadmap. And then we will be the ones that for companies that don't have the bandwidth or the energy to you know get that across the finish line themselves, we really come in to project manage that process to make sure that those things that were, you know, those reports that you mentioned, those forms that were filled out at the company retreat, that those things are realized and don't just end up in a file somewhere, but they really move from ideation to integration. And we have some real metrics that bring some follow through to where 12 months later at the next or, you know, six months later at the next board retreat or team retreat, that those things are, they have data, they have key performance indicators that say, this is how we've done. And this is where we've moved. And this is the progress that we've made to this end. So you're absolutely right, Mark, we take the ball and run with it and help on behalf of the company, move the ball forward to make sure that those ideas are moved into integration and to further benefit and grow the specific areas of implementation within the company. You're new to the energy sector in that in uh, forming the line energy solutions, but you're not new from the standpoint of using this as far as align That's sources right. with other sectors. Can you go into that, maybe a whether case study or some examples of how it helped other industries? And that's why the energy sector needs aligned energy solutions. Yes, that's right. So we've done work in the in medical technology. We've helped to, you know, we talk about being translators and making sure that the right constituents are being spoken to in the right language, in the right way to bring about the right results. That's one area that we've had a lot of success in. Another is in the financial industry, you know, even things as simple as in that initial intake process, we've, you know, come, some of the solutions are really simple. When you move into that exploratory alignment research based on industry, culture, and avatar, it can be something as simple as, hey, you know what, you have, and you mentioned this, you have five white men in their 60s on your team page. And that is incredibly uninclusive. And it only speaks to a certain demographic while removing so many other important groups of people that would have high impact in with the specific industry and company. And so even things as simple as like, hey, we know this is a value, like diversity and inclusion is a high value for you. Let's just take the first step on taking those pictures off of your website <laughs> to not communicate something that's against your values while we are working through how do we bring in a more diverse group to represent your company on the leadership side and on the client side. You know, so things as simple as this is a journey. So let's begin to take small steps together. 
And we have our sights set on massive steps and massive change and massive output. But it's okay to begin with small steps of communicating our values and communicating the places that we want to move forward in. And it's okay to be learning along the way. We don't have to have everything figured out from the very beginning. And it's okay to take incremental steps in some of these spaces. Well, I know of two instances where, uh, even on social media, that one president of a university had looked at the standpoint of everyone else is avoiding it. I'm going to embrace it. So he wound up improving the relationships with students and faculty and community through a, a proper channel of social media. And then I know of a president of a, an oil and gas company that embraced it the same way and did not really look at that opportunity. No one else was doing it. He said, well, I'm doing really well by using social media. And it really helped. Some ways that helps, some ways it doesn't. But when you're evaluating, which you're really looking at, it is, I, call, I think call it discovery, right? Yep. So yep. as you're discovering, you'll find that it could be as easy as relationships. And finding that that's a big void. It could be the relationships at the board level. It could be social media. It could be the C-suite. It could be the difference of no one wanting to speak up because there's no communication between the C-suite and the managers or managers and the board. And there's not this involvement. And the way you approach it is they're open to discussion and dialogue. You keep it confidential, but you relate it so that everyone feels comfortable and they work together. Is that really the way you see it as well? Yeah, absolutely. It's all collaborative. And in order to reach the right performance and results, it really takes everyone. And I think, you know, going back to even just that example of like, we're taking down the, you know, the profiles of the five white men over 60 on the website. (laughs) It's not about simply making it seem a certain way or making it appear a certain way, but the heart of it is authentic change. And I think when it comes to, you know, so for that example, it's like, that's a first step in a long process of change over time and moving in the right direction. And I think the same can be said about that collaboration. If the board truly desires to hear from managers, for example, and managers truly want to see change within a company and everyone can show up with their authenticity and their truth in terms of what they need as an individual and as a team and what they would like to see on the performance side, we are able to help turn that into authentic action on both sides. And I think that's really important. So it's, it is about communication and connecting the dots and translation. And at the end of the day, it's about authentic implementation. So authentic collaboration, moving to authentic implementation. And I think that's the missing link to all this really authentic. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some individual that's graduating or in a different area of any sector that wants to go into the energy business wants to know that when they move from a certain part of the eastern seaboard or west coast, they come to Houston or Dallas or Oklahoma City and they see that it's authentic, that the company's authentic, community's authentic. And I think that is definitely a level that can be embraced in a big way. And I hope it is. Again, your fill your website again. Please emphasize yeah, that. It's, of course. it's alignenergysolutions.com. Alignenergysolutions.com. Again, you have representation in Houston and Dallas, Oklahoma City, and the Edmond area of Oklahoma. Go to that website, contact Phil and his team. 
There's opportunities there to make a difference in your companies, in your C-suite levels, your board, your employees, and make a difference in the future of your locality in the nation and actually worldwide. So the impact is there to happen. It's an authentic company, an authentic individuals that are work on this. I hope that those that are listening will look at it from you know the discovery to the talent to retention to the leadership and solutions that Phil Rice and his team can provide. Phil, you have any closing remarks? Well, I like, you know, Mark, you already pointed to this, but I believe that the future of energy isn't bright and we have an incredible opportunity before us to really help and move the energy transition as far as workforce development into the new era. So I'm grateful to be a part of that. And Mark, thanks for taking time to chat today. It's wonderful, Phil. Thank you so much. And I'm glad you said about the future because the future depends on all of us, each one of us. And thank you for being part of the Energy Fellows podcast. We hope to have you back, talk further about Align Energy Solutions and update us on where you are down the road as well. So again, Phil Rice, CEO of Energy, again, the Energy Solutions, Align Energy Solutions. And I call it the Energy Solutions of America and the world because that's where you step forward with Align. And again, you've been listening to the Energy Fellows Podcast. I'm Mark Stansbury, your host. Stay tuned for upcoming episodes. Join us again next week on the Energy Fellows Podcast, a production of the Oil & Gas Global Network. To learn more, go to OGGN.com. 